Arms for a podcaster! If you like this show, please go to sovcast.tumblr.com. That's S O V C A S T.tumblr.com. And look for the donate button. It's right there at the top. I'll, I'll just wait here while you go do that, okay? Hello? Blitzkrieg by Audio Machine. Welcome to Sobcast. I am your host, Jeff, and I am a Sob, or seeker of Veritas. Veritas meaning truth. We're going to get right into the news again today, because we're just try, still trying to play catch-up from my couple of weeks off. So first off, as usual, it's, wait, what? There's good news? And our first story. So Donald Trump might not run as a Republican. He is threatening to go third party as he voiced his displeasure of GOP leadership. This would most likely bleed votes from the Republican Party and hopefully lead to a Democratic victory. Religious people who are critical of the LGBT community and the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision on same-sex marriage are hypocrites, said Georgia Pastor E. Dewey Smith. Smith, who is a pastor of the House of Hope Atlanta in Decatur, Georgia, and the House of Hope Macon, chastised his congregation and others who demonize and dehumanize homosexuals. And God said to me, here's the problem. You guys in the church can be so hypocritical. He said, in the African-American church, you really got to be careful. I said, what do you mean? He said, because you are guilty of condemning the Supreme Court system. And preaching against something. But if you look at half of our choirs. And a great number of our artists. That we call abominations. And we call demons. We demonize and dehumanize. The same people that we use. And we don't say nothing about the gay choir director. Because he's good for business. As long as the choir sound good, I ain't saying nothing about his sexuality. We have done what the slave master did to us. Dehumanize us, uh, degrade us, demonize us, but then use them for our advantage. What he's referring to are the passages in the Bible that say slavery is okay and that slaves should obey their masters even if they are violent and cruel. It's hypocritical to talk about the Supreme Court and calling them Sodom and Gomorrah, which is not what it's all about. But if that's the case, half our churches have been Sodom and Gomorrah for a hundred years. He told me, boy, you got to re-examine yourself. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, on one hand, you quote homosexuality is an abomination from Leviticus. But you say that right after you ate some shrimp, some catfish, and some lobster. You quote Leviticus while you're wearing a wool blend suit. It's also in Leviticus that you shouldn't wear mixed linens. It's in Leviticus that if your wife is on her cycle, that you shouldn't go in the same house with her or even sleep on the same bed with her. That's in Leviticus too. 
You also can't eat anything with meat and cheese. No cheeseburgers, no cordon bleu, no lasagna, and no pepperoni pizza. And never forget, no ham, no bacon, no pork ribs, and no pulled pork. I shudder to think. Here's my point. We pick and choose the scriptures that we want to use to beat folk up with rather than look at our own lives. Let me tell you something. If God wanted to judge America, he wouldn't need the Supreme Court system. If he wanted to judge America because of sin, he would judge me in 88 at the Freaknik in Atlanta. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Freaknik was an annual spring break meeting in Atlanta, Georgia, primarily of students from historically black colleges and universities. By the sounds of it, I'm guessing Pastor Smith got his Freaknik on something fierce. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I don't condemn you. I don't judge you. I'm going to preach Christ to you. Because you can't evangelize and antagonize at the same time. What are we going to do about the people who've been born this way? Who've been struggling with something? What about the people that we think are nasty? These folks are abomination. They are nasty. Tell you what you do then. Go find every song that's been written by a gay person for the last hundred years and don't sing it in church. Let's see how many songs you can minister on that Sunday. Bishop, don't tell me what the Bible says about homosexuals and you change wives like we change underwear. Sit yourself, your hypocritical self down. Excellent point. The number of hypocrites in religion and the number of politicians who use religion as a hammer to victimize the people is unconscionable. Over objections from older drug war warriors, the GOP's younger generation, and even some of its elders, are working with Capitol Hill Democrats to shorten federal sentences. They also want to reduce prison populations in overcrowded federal prisons, and even to count and reconsider the thousands of federal crimes on the books. The co-sponsored legislation would reduce mandatory minimum sentences, expand judges' power to sentence defendants below mandatory minimum prison terms, the so-called safety valve, equalize the punishments for crack and powder cocaine, and reduce certain low-level felony offenses to, to misdemeanors. It will also require a full count of federal crime offenses and change the way criminal records are sealed or expunged to help ex-offenders and those arrested but never convicted find jobs. With the deluge of videos showing questionable, unnecessary, and downright criminal police shootings lately, I decided to play some audio of how UK police handle an aggressive knife-wielding suspect. Alright, just tell him to put the knife down. Oh, just sprayed him in the face. The female officer just sprayed him in the face. He's charging the male officer right now. Oh, he just starting to stab him. Male officer is backing up while the female officer sneaks up behind him and hoses him again with pepper spray. And he has had enough. That was him going, okay, 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 just please don't pepper spray me again. 
<laughs> and here are two other videos from the UK showing officers handling a man armed with two knives outside Buckingham Palace in central London and a machete-wielding suspect with less lethal options. All right, there's a dude. He's, he's holding the knife to his neck, and he's also, like, he's threatening to kill himself if they try to come at him. He also has another, another knife in his hand. Here's a cop just doo -doo 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 -doo, strolling around him, and boom, shot him in the back with a taser. The guy rushes him, kind of like a toddler learning to walk, and then falls, because he can't take the taser. The taser's messing with his, his muscles. And that's that. And this next video is like nothing I've ever seen. Alright, there's a guy. Big, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine police officers found a guy with a machete outside of his house. And <laughs> one of the police officers is using a, a trash bin as a as a shield. One of those big round trash bins. That's the dude with the machete you can hear going, Oh, just one of the cops just snuck up behind him and hit him with his with his baton. And then retreated. Uh, he's following the police around the car. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase, folks. Uh, three or four minutes later, thirty. Uh, some more cops show up, equaling around thirty in total now. And they have um, the, you know, the plastic clear shields, and they rush his ass while spraying him with pepper spray and just crush him to the ground with their shields. And you see a guy kind of slip out the back with the machete. And the cop who got the machete also accidentally got sprayed in the face with pepper spray. So he's not feeling too great right now, but hey, got her done. Nobody's dead. And that's the point of these videos. You don't have to shoot people. There are other ways to handle things. And not to ignore a good cop in America, I remembered a story from a couple of months ago. Footage from a police body camera shows the moment Officer Jesse Kidder of the new Richmond Police Department refused to shoot a double murder suspect. The suspect, 27-year-old Michael Wilcox, stands accused of murdering his 25-year-old fiance. He is also a person of interest in the death of Zach Gilkinson, 27. Kidder, a former Marine who served two tours in Iraq, responded to dispatch and began following Wilcox who led police on a chase through several counties alongside the Ohio-Kentucky border. Dispatchers reportedly warned Kidder that the suspect might be armed. In the video, Kidder gets out of his vehicle with his gun pointed at Wilcox. Wilcox rushes at Kidder, who backs up. The suspect yells, Shoot me! Shoot me! Multiple times, which to which Kidder responds, I don't want to shoot you, man. Wilcox keeps one hand in his pocket during most of the video, an offense that would get a lot of people shot by cops these days. Can't even reach for your midsection. Or your hat. Kidder later stated that he was watching that hand and did not want to use force unless he was absolutely sure it was necessary. Kidder went on to say, I was trying to open a dialogue with him. The video shows Kidder refusing to shoot Wilcox even as he stumbles backwards and falls on his butt. Eventually he gets Wilcox on the ground and backup arrives. The video I just watched to refresh my memory about the incident ended with this statement. Local media reports have praised Jesse for showing restraint, especially because he's been with the department for just one year. But might he have reacted differently if Michael had been of a different race? Leave your thoughts in the comments. 
I think over 90% of officers would have shot a double murder suspect who was screaming and running at them even if the dude had had a halo, blonde hair, blue eyes, and angel wings. I think this cop is just brave and well-trained from his two tours as a Marine. If we had a lot more well-trained, brave officers, we'd probably have a lot less dead black people. While it's true that hashtag black lives matter, it's more than just a problem of some people thinking black lives count for less. It's a matter of fear, and it's racism that influences that fear. A terrified armed person will shoot at the slightest provocation, and as dumb as it sounds, there are still a lot of people, while not necessarily hating black people, are still frightened of them. I don't know where the idea of black people being superhuman killing machines came from, but the fucking racist bullshit has got to go. Black people are just people. And like all people, a percent of a percent are dangerous, and the rest just want to go home and watch TV. If I have time, I'll post all the videos I just talked about in the YouTube video version of the podcast. Just do a channel search on YouTube for Softcast to find my YouTube channel, and or I also post the YouTube version at facebook.com slash Softcast twitter.com slash seeker of veritas that's seeker the letter o-v-e-r-i-t-a-s and sovcast.tumblr.com at the very least i'll link the videos on my tumblr page if you like this show please go to facebook.com slash sovcast sovcast.tumblr.com or twitter.com slash seeker the letter o veritas Search iTunes for Sobcast. Subscribe, give a rating and a review, and keep an eye out for Super Gorilla. Now it's time for Hard Thrusting News. Why do I call it Hard Thrusting News? Because it's hard to find a news story where someone isn't getting fucked. You get up and howl about America and democracy. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. Fucking Bill O'Reilly sucks! Tonight's forecast, dark. Continued dark tonight, turning to partly light in the morning. I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourselves. Hey, what's happening, man? And our first story, this is what happens when the rich get tax cuts and the cops get drafted as tax collectors. So by now you probably heard of Sandra Bland a 20-year-old Chicago-area civil rights activist that had driven to Texas to take a job at her alma mater when Texas State Trooper Brian T. Encinia came up behind Bland going many times faster than the speed limit, judging by the speed of everyone else on the road. I went on to several police forums and found that the consensus was, if an officer is coming up on you fast or is tailgating you, you should really get out of the way so they can get to their call. Slightly startled by the speed at which Trooper Encinia came up behind her, Bland got into the next lane so Trooper Encinia could pass. However, in her haste, she committed the grievous error of not using her turn signal. Now, I hate when people don't use turn signals, but in her defense, there were no other cars visible on her side of the road. Considering her courtesy of moving out of the way of Trooper Encinia, even though he wasn't running his sirens or lights, and with the fact that she didn't imperil anyone... Maybe he should have just rolled on by. Unless it was some kind of fishing expedition, because the video starts with him giving someone else a warning, and within 60 seconds of Trooper Encinia continuing his patrol, I counted it out, he has already stopped Sandy Bland. Since it's near a college, I can take a fairly reasonable guess that Trooper Encinia was looking to find contraband instead of handing out tickets. Now, you've probably seen the video or heard the audio of the incident, that was released by the police, this was highly edited to make Trooper Encinia look better. 
because the editing in the video was so obvious they were forced to release the unedited version. The whole video is over 50 minutes long, so I've cut out any time Bland and Encinia were not in direct interaction. Hello, ma'am. Uh, well, it takes time. I'm told the reason for your stop is you didn't fail. You failed to signal your lane change. You got your driver's license insurance with you? How long you been in Texas? Okay. Do you have a driver's license? No, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Where are you headed to now? Okay. You give me a few minutes, all right? At this point, Trooper Encinia returns to his car for about five minutes and will pick up the audio as he returns to Bland's car. You okay? I'm waiting on you. you this is your job. I'm waiting on you. What do you want me to do? Oh, you seem very irritated. I am. I, I really am. What I'm getting the ticket for, I was getting out of your way. You were speeding up, tailing me, so I move over and you stop me. So yeah, I am a little irritated, but yeah. that doesn't stop you from giving me a ticket. So. Are you done? You asked me what was wrong, and I told you. Okay. So now I'm done. Yeah. Okay. You mind putting out your cigarette, please? Don't mind. I'm in my car, but I have to put out my cigarette. Well, you can step on out now. I don't have to step out of my car. Step out of the car. Well, he did order her to put out the cigarette. You mind putting out your cigarette, please, for mine? You mind putting out your cigarette, please, for mine? You mind putting out your cigarette, please, for mine? Please. 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 Okay. Well, that changes things a bit. Step no, out of the car. Have, no, you don't have the right. Step you not, out of the car. You do not have the right to do that. I do have the right. Now step I out or I will to, remove you. I refuse you. to talk to you other than to identify myself. Step and out or I will remove you. I am getting removed for a failure. Step out or I will remove you. I'm giving you a lawful order. Get out of the car now or I'm going to remove you. And I'm calling my I'm going to yank you out of here. Okay, you're going to yank me out of my car? Get out. Okay. All right. 25. Let's, let's do this. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. Don't, don't touch me. Get don't out of the car. Me. Don't touch me. I'm not under arrest. You don't have the right to say You are under arrest. I'm under arrest for what? While doing some research, I found out she is guilty of something. Contempt of cop. Contempt of cop is, a law, is law enforcement jargon in the United States for behavior by people towards law enforcement that the officers perceive as disrespectful or insufficiently deferential to their authority. I am a cop, and you will respect my authority! It is a play on the phrase contempt of court. It's not an actual crime. The phrase is associated with arbitrary arrests and detention, and is often discussed in connection with police misconduct, such as use of excessive force, or even police brutality as a reaction to perceived disrespectful behavior, rather than for any legitimate law enforcement purpose. Arrests for contempt of cop may stem from a type of occupational arrogance when a police officer thinks he or she should not be challenged or questioned. From such officers' perspective, contempt of cop may involve perceived or actual challenges to their authority. Maybe this will teach you to listen to authority! Challenges including a lack of deference. What is thy bidding, my master? 
such as disobeying instructions or expressing interest in filing a complaint against the officer. Fleeing from the police is sometimes considered a variant of contempt of cop. Contempt of cop situations may be exacerbated if other officers witness the alleged contemptuous behavior. Huh. I thought that would be the other way around, but I guess it makes sense because bullies don't like to see other people have a person they're bullying stand up to them. I do remember that from elementary school. Charges such as disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and assaulting an officer may be cited as official reasons in a contempt of cop arrest. Obstructing a police officer or failure to obey a police officer is also cited in arrests in some jurisdictions, particularly as a standalone charge without any other charges brought. At the end of this next clip, Trooper Encinia pulls out his taser. 2547 County FM 1098. Just want to get you 290. Send me another unit. Get out of the car. You need another unit FM 1098. Get out of the car now. Why am I being apprehended? You're trying to give me a ticket. I said get out of the car. Why am I being apprehended? You I'm giving you a lawful order. You I'm going to drag you out of here. So you're going to drag me out of my own car? Get out of the car. And then you I will light you up. Get out. Wow. Now. Damn shit. Bitch. Wow. Get out of the car. For a failure to signal. You're doing all of this for Get a over to there. Right, yeah. Yeah, let's take this to court. Let's do Go it. ahead. For a failure to signal. Yep, for a failure to signal. Get off the phone. On my school. Get off the phone. I'm not on the phone. I have a right Put to record. Put your phone down. Property. Put your phone down. Sir? Put your phone down. Right now. Put your phone down. It's funny how the same types of people we're always quoting the line, if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear. Really don't like being filmed when it's their turn. Come over here. Y'all are interested. Come over here now. You, you feeling good about yourself? Stand right here. You feeling good about yourself? Stand right there. You, you feel real good about yourself, don't you? Turn around. You feel good about yourself, Turn around now. What, what are you, Put your hands behind your back and turn around. Turn around. Why can't you tell I'm me? I'm giving you a lawful order. I will tell you. Why am I being arrested? Turn Why around. Why not you tell me that part? I'm giving you a lawful order. Turn around. Why will you not tell you me what's going on? I'm not complying because you just pulled me out of my car. Turn around. Are you fucking kidding me? This is some bullshit. Put your hands you know behind your back. Because you know this is straight bullshit and you full of shit. Full of straight shit. That's all y'all is. Some scary fucking cops. South Carolina got y'all bitch asses scared. That's all it is. Fucking scared of a female. If you would just listen. I was trying to sign the fucking ticket. Whatever. Stop moving. Are you fucking serious? Stop here? moving. Oh, I can't wait till we go to court. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait till we go to court. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. You want me to sit down now? No. Or are you going to you gonna throw me to the floor? That'll make you feel bad about yourself? Knock it off. No, nah, that'll make you feel bad about yourself? That'll make you feel real good, won't it? Pussy ass. Fucking pussy. For a failure to think that you're doing all of this. And little ass prayer review taxes. My God, they... You were getting a warning until now you're going to jail. No, I'm getting a, for what? You can come for read. What? Come read right. I'm getting a warning for what? Stay right here. For what? Will you stay just right point here. me over there? I said stay right Get here. Get your fucking mind right. Let me. Oh, I swear on my life, y'all some pussy. A pussy ass cop for a fucking signal. You are taking me to jail. What a pussy. What a pussy. What a pussy. You about to break my fucking wrist. Stop moving. I'm standing still. You stay keep right moving here. me, goddammit. Stay right there. Don't touch me. Fucking pussy for a traffic Come right over here. This right here says a warning. You started creating the problem. You asked me what was wrong. Do you have I'm trying to tell you. Person that's do, do I feel like I got anything on me? This is a fucking maxi your, dress. Remove your glasses. This is a maxi dress. Come on over here. Have on me. Fucking asshole. For a fucking you're about to break my wrist. Can you stop? stop? 
I've made this point before, but I'll say it again. It's very common that when you hurt someone, that they tend to move more, not less. At this point, a female trooper arrives to help Trooper Encinia with this hardened criminal mastermind. Uh, I mean, woman who knows her rights, how dare she? Stop! No! Stop it! Stop resisting, man! If you would stop, and I would tell you! Now stop! You are such a pussy! You are such a pussy! No, you are! You're yanking around! You are yanking around! When you pull away from me, you're resisting arrest! This makes you feel real good, don't it? A female for a traffic signal. For a traffic signal. I know that makes you feel good, officer. I know it makes you feel real good. You're a real man now. You just slam me, knock my head in the ground. I got epilepsy, you motherfucker. Good. Good? You slammed a woman's head with epilepsy into the ground and your response is good? Oh, good for you! Sounds like some kid who got his fifis hurt. Real good for a female, yeah. Y'all strong, boo. Y'all real strong. I want you to wait right here. Wait right here. I can't go nowhere with your fucking knee on my back, duh. I'm gonna open your door. You need to leave. You need to leave. You need to leave. Now Trooper Encinia is yelling at a bystander who is filming the arrest on his phone. I say again, it's funny how the same types of people who are always quoting the line, if you got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear, really don't like being filmed when it's their turn. It reminds me of how Senator Dianne Feinstein loved the idea of spying on all of us, but went apeshit when she found out that it had happened to her. So in the end, Sandra Bland was arrested on July 10th for failure to signal, but mainly for... You should have respected my authority. If only that was the end, but sadly, it wasn't, because Bland was taken to Waller County Jail, where her body was found in her cell on the morning of July 13th. Bland's death is being investigated as a homicide, but a preliminary autopsy classified her death as a suicide. However, an independent secondary autopsy is now currently underway, and I am waiting for that autopsy to be complete before I go into anything more. But in the meantime, let the baseless conjecture and character assassinations begin. Authorities claim that Sandy Bland had eaten or smoked a large amount of pot while in her jail cell. Point one, how did she smuggle a large amount of marijuana into jail? I have a hard time believing she had it keistered just in case she got pulled over for a minor traffic infraction. Point two, if she did get her hands on some pot, well, who fucking cares? It's one of their classic go-tos to be like, well, she smoked some pot, so I guess whatever happened to her, she had it coming. Just because someone has done something that the authorities see as wrong doesn't mean the authorities' actions can just be swept under the rug like Kesara Sara. Not to mention, if you take a closer look at the autopsy report, you'll see that all it stated was she had marijuana in her system. I don't know if you know, but marijuana can stay in your system for 40 days. So they just leaped to the conclusion that she smoked it in jail, basically. And then we come to that repository, or perhaps suppository, of shit-flavored news, Fox News. In an interview about the arrest between Fox and Friends host 
Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and NYPD officer John Rafferty, in which Rafferty was by and large condemning officer Brian Encinia for mishandling the situation, Hasselbeck zeroed in on the question we've all been asking ourselves since the death of Sandra Blonde while in police custody. Wasn't the officer justified in removing her from her car because, well, just have a listen. It's tense to watch. Where would you say he went over the line, if at all? It appears, obviously, he took this too personal. When she didn't put out the cigarette, now all of a sudden you're taking her out of the car. These, these uh, cameras that the officers are wearing, you live and die by what you say with this. You know? An ill-chosen statement considering how many unarmed people the cops have killed lately. These uh, cameras that the officers are wearing, you live and die by what you say with this. You know? It appears, looking at this, because she didn't put out the cigarette, next thing he knows, he's asking the person to step out of the vehicle. You can't take it personal. It's a job. But what if, I mean, there are times I'm sure someone has, um, in the history of this land, used a cigarette against a police officer, maybe chucked it at him, pushed it at him. Absolutely. He- well, with that logic, anybody with fists should be seen as suspect. I mean, but what if there are times someone in the history of this land used a fist against a police officer? Maybe chucked it at him or pushed it at him. Come on, people. It's a cigarette, not a gun. I've been burned with a cigarette. It hurts. And then it doesn't. It's not life and death, or at least it shouldn't be. Suck it up and stop making excuses. But what if, I mean, there are times I'm sure someone has, um, in the history of this land, used a cigarette against a police officer, maybe chucked it at him, pushed it at him. Absolutely. If he indeed felt as though that could be a potential threat, was that the wise thing to do on his part? I, I think because you know and you have to know you're being recorded, you have to say, listen, I need you to step out to sign this warning. I wouldn't want somebody stepping out with a cigarette. I mean, I've had a cigarette try to be, you know, I've had somebody try to put a cigarette out on me. It happens. I, I guarantee you speak to many cops out there. But the way you say it, unfortunately, you're locked into because now it's being recorded. Unfortunately, these officers have to remember that. This guy makes it sound like it's unfortunate that more and more police are being recorded and therefore can't just fuck with and victimize people anymore, even if they are bored or get their feelings hurt. History will record body cameras and police officers being accountable for their actions as one of the best things to ever happen in our criminal justice system. And this clown says it's unfortunate. I guess I shouldn't expect anything better from Fox News. The same Fox News that praised Cliven Bundy for aiming rifles at federal agents, but thinks a person should be arrested for not putting a cigarette out when she's asked, not ordered to. In closing, I'd just like to make the point that no matter what the secondary autopsy uncovers, whether she was killed or simply killed herself, Sandy Bland should still be alive. She should have never been ordered to step out of her car, She should have never been arrested and therefore should have never been in the jail cell where she died. We need to start holding police officers to the highest standards of practice instead of the practice of playground justice. Arms for a podcaster! If you like this show, please go to sovcast.tumblr.com. That's S-O-V-C-A-S-T dot Tumblr dot com. And look for the donate button. It's right there at the top. I'll, I'll just wait here while you go do that, okay? Hello?